Welcome to this rebroadcast of an interview with Chris Shea, founder of Life's Journey Life Coaching. Learn more about Chris Shea by visiting his website, www.lifesjourneyblog.com. focus or I do need to change my perception that these are small because if I keep these small ones they are going to build into something large. So that phrase don't sweat the small stuff has a lot of wisdom to it. If people are really you know frustrated how can they learn to stay more in the moment so that they don't let the little things bother them so much? One of the things that I do try to reframe even that question about the small stuff, if it's bothering someone, I really don't want to say small stuff. That kind of negates what they're feeling. Although I hope to get them to a point where they can laugh at it and say, yeah, that really was small. But to get to that point, one of the questions that I'll ask somebody is, in the scope of everything going on in your life and in the world today, where does this fit? If they're honest with it, they get where I'm going. When we get stuck in, in the moment of focused in on what that small thing is, so divert your attention. And if we can focus on something different, then we're going to eventually forget what we were focused on prior. What that will do is help to reframe my perspective so that I can really understand that, okay, that's gone and then maybe I can laugh about that. Like a laser pen for cats? Like the laser pen, exactly. But it, it's very similar, you know, structure. Uh, I spent a lot of time working with people suffering with addiction and, you know, one of their complaints would be when they would be having a craving and they would call their sponsor and say, I'm having a craving and, and the sponsor would reply, hey, did you watch the game last night and start talking about the game? They would say to me, you know, what's wrong with my sponsor? They won't talk about my craving. They'll complain to me later, I need a new sponsor, they don't want to talk about my craving, why did they deal about the game, what was the point? My question back would be, well, did you talk about the game? Well, yeah, that's all my sponsor would do. Did you use last night? No. Isn't that, yeah, isn't that the goal of, of what we're going for? Because that whole thing, you know, if I have a headache and I focus on my headache, my headache gets worse. If I have a headache, do what I need to do to take care of that headache and then go back to doing something else, my headache goes away. But we also have to eventually come back and understand this was small and that I do need to refocus or I do need to change my perception that these are small because if I keep these small ones, they are going to build into something large. I've had a similar experience using, uh, working with the veterans at the VA with their drinking. Um, they all get a white chip the first day they come in for their meeting and they all have a white chip. And I said, that, that goes in your pocket. When you feel like a craving's coming along, you put it in your mouth. And you obsess on that, and when it melts, you can drink. And they're like, I said, yeah, just put it in your mouth and obsess on it all day long and see how long it takes for it to melt, you know? And they're like, how does it work? I said, I don't know, try it. But again, trying to get them to see that, that their mindset of trying to not drink is getting them to want to drink. And so then I tell them, okay, let's pick your battles. Your wife said if you pick up another drink again, she's leaving you. And if she leaves you, what's gonna happen? Well, I don't know. I said, well, then you want to look at that. What is the consequence if you drink again? Is it worth it? Is your, is your idea of having that drink worth losing everything that she says she's going to do? So I also say, pick your battles of what you want to do. 
as a couple therapists, we want partners to use each other, uh, you know, especially when there's perseveration, obsession, right? Uh, you know, there's a loop that goes on actually in the brain uh, where we start to perseverate. And the only way actually to break that loop is, as you said, through attention. Uh, and the way that couples, partners can attend, but they need the help of their partner, right? There are things I can't do that you need to do uh, to help me out. There are things that you can't do that I need to do to help you out, right? That's what partnership should be. So, uh, so to get out of that loop, is, rather than focus on the game, um, uh, stay in my eyes, stay with me and let's talk about this. Um, when we're close up and we have to go eye to eye, we actually turn off the part of the brain that is, uh, that is looping. And if we do that for 10 or 15 minutes, the loop ends. And so uh, that is a matter of attending close up. I can't think with that part of my brain if I'm this close uh, and you're instructed to, to say to me, you're not here, stay with me, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. uh, and this is the original attention, right? The original object is, is the mother's face, mother's eyes, mm -hmm. the father's eyes. And when we think of attention deficit, we often think of insecure children. When insecure, the first thing that goes is attention. And if children are left alone a lot, and many kids are, uh, they learn to what's called auto-regulate, and they can't stop it themselves. Therefore, they need another person to do this. Sometimes I will, often in the beginning of treatment, have a couple say to me or each other, Nancy, this is really hard for me to say to you, but I think I see antlers growing out of your head. And I say, you know, I don't think that's the case. But if it looks to you, like I have antlers growing out of my head, that must look so scary and confusing. And then I turn to the couple, I say- the winter time? <laughs> <laughs> and, and I say to the couple, the reason you're having upsets is because you, you don't have to do that well enough yet. To practice, every part of me wants to say, are you out of your mind? To be able to hold space for something that you want it to be different from how it is. No, it's mm -hmm. wrong, I want to set you straight. And that is a, an important skill to be able to hold the reality um, of the other, even practicing doing absurd things like the antlers thing. People will have strong reactions having to just listen to something that sounds nutty to them. But often when our partners are upset with us, we aren't feeling 100% accurately perceived. So it's like they're telling us we have antlers growing out of our head and we want to, and we want to resist. If you're feeling something that's irritating you, annoying you, bothering you, sticking with you, go look at the deeper issues, take a time out, take a breath, learn to focus on it, but really dig in and figure out what's happening so you can solve the problem. listening to this episode with Chris Shea. Learn more about Chris Shea by visiting his website, www.lifesjourneyblog.com.